Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. All right, welcome back, teachers, to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Jessica and I are so excited to have two very special guests with us today. We are going to be talking about keeping students engaged in rigorous activities during the holidays. And to help us do that, we actually have two of our good friends. One of them is Jessica's husband's cousin, strangely (laughs) enough, um, Joe and Quinn from Top Floor Teachers. Welcome, you guys. Hello. Thank you for having us on here. Thank you. We're excited (laughs) you're here. Which one of you is Daryl's cousin? So I'm Daryl's cousin. I'm Joe (laughs) McCormick. Um, I, this is our, both of us actually started teaching 14 years ago. We teach fifth grade um, in San Diego and um, we actually went to high school together. We did. We did. On the day that we got hired, we sat down and went, I know you. (laughs) We haven't seen each other for, you know, five, six years since high school, but then. We ended up being next door to each other, teaching fourth grade, and then we moved up to fifth grade together. Yeah, so, so. we've been mostly Funny. upper grades, mm-hmm. but we do a lot of planning together. So it's been really cool. That's so, so fun. fun. Wait, so have you guys taught together that entire time for 14 years? No. So when we first got hired, um, we were at separate schools, but we taught the same grade level. Mm-hmm. And then about 10 years ago at this point, um, I moved over to her school. Yeah, I got an, we got an email that said, we we're going to get a new team member named Joe McCormick. I was like, wait, <laughs> I was like, I know that guy. So, and then it just so happened that when our team was downsizing and they needed more for fifth grade, um, we just were able to kind of mm-hmm. go and go together. Yeah, that's so fun. Fifth grade's yeah. the best. I miss it so fifth much. Awesome. Yeah, we like it. I totally disagree with that statement. (laughs) (laughs) I taught fifth grade for one year and it was so hard to teach all the different subjects. I'm like, I got to go back. It's a totally different job, I feel like. (laughs) A hundred percent. And like the, I did like the fifth graders. They were very sweet. They brought special mm-hmm. gifts and would mm-hmm. give me hugs. And it's very different than teaching eighth graders, but their <laughs> fifth grade was I way too imagine. challenging for me with math. Yeah. <laughs> Not my thing. <laughs> um, so we're excited to get into this topic with you guys. We're really glad that you're coming on to talk about it. We think it is important. Um, so before we dive into like how to keep students engaged with rigorous activities during the holidays, kind of where do you want to lead this conversation in terms of what types of activities and things we're bringing into the classroom during holiday time. Yeah. So I just, we were kind of talking that, you know, we're on when we have those three weeks before winter break, Mm -hmm. it's like this, we can feel the break is coming and the kids can feel the break is coming. And you're sort of like, what do we do? Mm -hmm. Because they're getting checked out, but we need to keep things fun but still, still i mean it's still school let three weeks go and do nothing <laughs> right <laughs> right you can't just do nothing and like to your point of teaching the same kids all day long mm-hmm. all of the subjects it's really easy to kind of fall into well let's do this fun activity today and this fun activity because you are just trying to fill the day with mm-hmm. 
these high energy kids. So um, it was really just about how can we bring our rigor that we're normally doing with reading and writing activities um, into something that's kind of more exciting and different and still able to be accessed during that holiday time. I love that. So what does that look like? What did you guys do? What do you do with your students? Um, And I know we're talking about fifth grade, but I think a lot of the things that you'll cover is absolutely adaptable for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade listeners. And we even have some high school teachers that listen to that could use it in their classrooms. Oh yeah, no. So, you know, what our unit that we're actually in right now, and this is kind of what kicked it off, is all about like author's perspective. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we were like, okay, so we're, we're looking at the standard of like author's perspective Mm -hmm. and like how to view different things. And so we kind of said, all right, let's take a look at something that everybody kind of does, which is like holidays around the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And like offering all these different perspectives. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny because like before we would do this project, (laughs) but I mean, this is like, you know, you just, this is what you were used to doing. And like, this is what the teachers would do, but we would like like Christmas around around the the world. world. And we would would put kids in groups Mm -hmm. and we would tell them, okay, you have Germany, you have, you know, Mm -hmm. Italy, you have this, um, country and then they would go off and research and you know you think you're doing such a good job because you're like oh we're doing research skills yes. and they're having to present they're working together they're reading they're writing um but then when you take a step back and you kind of look at it you're like wait a minute but this is like all europe and it's all christmas it's all christmas yeah um mm-hmm. and you know how is this really reaching everybody in our classroom yeah and is it And so when we looked at that author's perspective, it's like, well, we really need to have various perspectives just on the world rather than just on Christmas. Although that might be what we celebrate personally. Mm -hmm. That's obviously not what everybody in our classroom is celebrating and definitely not everybody in our school or community. And I Mm -hmm. think that's powerful. Yeah. To have that conversation between the two of you. What is it? I'm saying how powerful to have that conversation between the two of you to sit back, reflect and say, okay, what can we change to make mm-hmm. this yeah. you know, a more inclusive lesson for our students? And, and, you know, we were doing that for maybe like seven years. Right. <laughs> like that was, wow. so it wasn't like, you know, we, and we don't look back and think like, oh my gosh, we made that a mistake. Horrible. It was right. awful. I think our students still like learned and they did research skills and they had like a good time kind of like presenting the information. It's just Mm -hmm. as we kind of looked forward, we said, okay, there's a lot of things out there. And our kids, like it didn't reflect what our students look like too Mm -hmm. in the classroom. So we have so many students that just celebrate many different things. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of where we started. Right. So we started researching different (laughs) winter holidays. And there are so many. There's so many. (laughs) (laughs) We felt like we were in um, college again, researching. We're like, oh my gosh. So much of our own research. Yeah. it's become like a favorite activity in our classroom for our students because what's great about it is they kind of forget that they're doing rigorous reading and like, you know, the big um, standard for us pretty much all year long is main idea and key details. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's probably the hardest thing, but it's the most important thing um, when you're reading for information. And so that's pretty much what we focus on with this whole unit for Mm -hmm. these three weeks. It's we're really diving deep on key details and main ideas, but they're learning something that's completely new for a lot of them. And then they, and some of them are tapping into like, wait a minute, I know all about this holiday because we celebrate that. And so then we get to hear their personal connections. Mm -hmm. So it just, it's like an instant buy-in activity. I love that. I think that's so great. You know, sometimes 
as educators, we can get stuck into the habit of doing just the same things that we've always done and we never think about it or question it. So to have conversations like this is so important to, you know, get better at our craft and to make sure that we are being inclusive in our classrooms. Mm -hmm. So to even just take essentially the same concept and just adjusting it to be more inclusive is very powerful just in what you're saying that students are more identifying with what you're doing in class and not everybody celebrates Christmas, you know? Um, So I think that's, that's hugely important. I love that. So if I'm a teacher listening to this, right. And I'm like, Oh, this sounds intriguing. I want to try something like this in my classroom. What do those three weeks look like? How do you break up this project? And what is like the final product that students are presenting? All right. So we've done it a couple different ways. Yeah. And actually COVID forced us to kind of change it up a little bit too, because we were not together with all of our kids when we were Mm -hmm. um, doing Mm -hmm. it last year. Um, But we're actually kind of going to use the same way of doing it that we did it last year, this year, because it seemed to work out so well. But um, we typically like tackle a holiday a day for each of those 15 days. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, Christian holidays, but then there's, you know, we have Jewish holidays and Mm -hmm. Muslim holidays and Sikh holidays. There's just a, all over the place. Um, and so what we'll do is we'll spend, I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes a day yeah. on reading um, the, about that specific holiday. The students will partner read, they'll read independently, we'll do a whole class read, it kind of depends, it varies on day to day. But then they have a graphic organizer that they fill out every day that um, they're able to kind of look back at and compare and contrast these different holidays. Oh, cool. Um, because there's so many connections with so many of the holidays. Right. I mean, almost every holiday, people decorate with lights. Yes. And so it's <laughs> yeah. like, that's cool. And a I lot of always... them have to do with like giving too. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. and so they just start making those connections. Mm-hmm. So we'll do like one a day. And then um, <clears throat> in the past, we've also had like a passport mm-hmm. <laughs> where like they go Cute. around and, but like the passport really is just like those key details that mm-hmm. they're picking sure. out. But so, how engaging for yeah. students. Right. right. That's already it. Before, exactly. But it's really main idea and details. <laughs> it's like the standard we're doing all the time. Uh-huh. But and they're finding it all on their own, which is great because we yeah. might read it together and have conversation together. But then the activity portion is yeah. really like, OK, now go back. And where did you find all of these concrete details and mm-hmm. what kind of connections can you make? And then at the very end, um, we have a like culmination of it all with a writing assignment. So we really get them through the you know writing process. They typically aren't using those last couple of um, holidays only because we're doing the writing at the same time when they mm-hmm. haven't quite learned about those ones. But um, they compare, they write a comparison and contrast. Um, so I'm totally seeing the rigor here, like yeah. working hard over these last yes. few days yes. before break. That's awesome. But it's disgusting. But they're into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we'll throw in like we've made like Kahoot. If you've ever played Kahoot, mm-hmm. we'll, oh, love like, it. We'll create like a Kahoot of like two holidays where we'll be like, yeah. is it this, is it this one or that or this? And uh-huh. so, oh, fun. Yeah. So that's been really fun too because then they buy into like kind of like what did we read about right well they pull out their passport and they're you know like finding the information (laughs) they're really aggressive with Kahoot (laughs) right (laughs) it reminds me of the um activity we do Caitlin the choosing sides where it's like Uh picking which side of the room to go to there's so many opportunities for comparing the different holidays and one thing that I I want to point out to our teachers who are listening who um batch plan with us like our EB teachers and our teachers club is we always teach them to start with the standard right like Mm -hmm. that's where we the standard is our north star we're not just doing something because it's rigorous and it's fun, or I'm sorry, because it's right. fun and engaging. We're doing something because it has a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And so having what your guys' author's perspective as like mm-hmm. the cornerstone with main idea of what every 
lesson is focused on. It keeps it highly rigorous. And it's, yeah. it's super simple to bring that engagement. And once you have that standard, that North star that you're focusing on, so exactly. I think that's great. We, we yeah. our curriculum is not like the most exciting curriculum. Mm. And so, and I find that's probably the case for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so when you're stuck with, okay, well, this curriculum is based on the standard, right? So you mm-hmm. feel like you should use it. And so you should use what they have. And so we're, we don't abandon it completely, no. but they, the kids are definitely like, here's the curriculum. Here's the holidays around the world. Which one are they way more excited for? You know, sure, so, but we can always tie it back into whatever we're doing. Right. Cause we're still doing what we're expected to do too. We've got our curriculum. This is like we said, we just take about 30 minutes a day. And I think that's kind of like that little bit of time where they're like really excited about it. And it's mm-hmm. still rigorous. And um, we were talking about other standards and even like context clues, which we do oh, right. every mm-hmm. single week. <laughs> like we do with, um, all these different words oh, and like, because of there's the like foreign words, foreign words these, and languages. You know, so. so it's kind of amazing for them to see that. And yeah, at the end, I feel like it culminates and we just always ask mm-hmm. them, you know, what did you take away from this in terms of perspective? And they're just mm-hmm. like, well, I never realized that so many of us are alike in terms of what, what we celebrate, but mm-hmm. it just looks, you know, like there's just like little differences, right? But generally everyone feels like it's about family and, mm-hmm. you know, well, so cool. It's lessons yeah. they can take with them too, as you know, as they leave school and travel the world oh, one yeah. day, hopefully. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. People. No, I just think that's amazing. It's always so fun because before we read about it, we'll just show the name of the holiday and we'll just kind of take a poll, who's you know, heard who's of even this? heard of this. I mean, you always have the kid who's heard of every holiday. But, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> You're like, you have? <laughs> and I don't think you have, but okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, then by the end, you have these kids talking about holidays that are only celebrated in this small little area of the world, but they know everything about it, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's really such an engaging part of the year. I love it. I want to be in your classroom and participate in it myself. I'm like, what are these 15 holidays? You yeah, know, zoom that in you guys have? <laughs> yeah, so that'd be fun. We had just decided, like, we sat down and said, what are winter holidays? What are mm-hmm. winter holidays? And we kind of picked like 15 to do and just mm-hmm. to kind of like write about. But I feel like if you're a teacher that kind of is thinking like, where can I start? Mm-hmm. That would be even great to have the kids pick yeah. holidays and do that research and then find like any kind of reading online mm-hmm. and have that be the reading, you know? Yeah. It's just like how we used to do the Christmas around the world. Mm-hmm. We didn't have specific text for them to read. Right. We do have specific text for this holidays around the world that we've created, but um, we used to just kind of set them free, you know, like do your research, find it. And mm-hmm. so you can easily do that um, mm-hmm. with any holiday. Yeah. That I could see really eighth cool. graders yeah. putting yeah. a presentation together yeah. and like 100%. all kinds of different fun activities that they could do with that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just feeling like maybe like they, they have something that they celebrate that mm-hmm. no one has heard before mm-hmm. or that they go, I've never heard of this and I'm interested in knowing mm-hmm. more about it. That would be like, they well, would and take it gives them the chance to be the teacher, right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Teach the rest of the class, something mm-hmm. that they find out about. So um, you just got to be careful because some of our holidays um, are, based on other calendars. And so um, yeah, <laughs> what once was a winter holiday is now like being celebrated in September. And it's like 
slowly moving back into but that like, was kind of interesting for us to learn yeah. too that we we're, were like, like this was a winter holiday and it can be a winter holiday uh-huh. but, because- but it won't always yeah right <laughs> yeah so, well, so that's another interesting lesson i feel right. like you have english you have history you have oh. so many different connections mm-hmm. i know it's funny when we put it on our board we're always like do we write this as language arts do we write this as social studies do we write this as, like, bonus time it like, just what becomes is its own thing there's no subject yep. holidays <laughs> Celebration. Celebrating winter. Celebrating winter. I think that's what we just call it. We're like, we're not even calling it. Yeah. To a teacher that's listening and is, you know, maybe thinking, oh, maybe I should do something a little bit differently this this school year Mm -hmm. um, as we head into the winter break, those three weeks. What would be like the simplest place to start or like questions to ask themselves that wouldn't feel overwhelming? Because I think sometimes, you know, especially right now, teachers are like, I just you know, please, I'm hanging on, you know, I'm just barely surviving right now. How can teachers bring this concept of inclusivity that you guys have clearly done so beautifully into their own classrooms in like a really simple way? Well, I think the first thing would just be to kind of um, like ask your students, like what types of things do you do at home? Like, what are your celebrations? And you might have a class that is pretty, you know, homogeneous where everybody does celebrate Christmas or Mm -hmm. you got, you know, 25 Christmas and the two Hanukkahs. Right. And so um, in order to try and offer more perspective, I think you could just start small. There's no reason to start with 15 holidays, you know, to get wild and crazy like that. (laughs) But um, I do think we focus so much in, especially in elementary school. I'm not so sure about middle school. We, I mean, it's like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa are like, that's mm-hmm. December holidays. Um, and so I think it would be really beneficial for students to get to learn about something that's on the other side of the world, you know, like something that's completely different than even what maybe they're used to seeing in our stores or in our community, but something brand new. So I think it's just a simple Google search, you know? <laughs> I, do, I do think that's a good place to start. It's like pulling your own students, right? Having them do like a little quick write on mm-hmm. how do you celebrate? Like, or what mm-hmm. other celebrations have you heard of during mm-hmm. this winter time? Um, and then like Joe said, just like a Google search of winter celebrations and then kind of jotting those down. Like we have winter solstice festivals that we talk mm-hmm. about. We talk about Bodhi Day in like Japan uh-huh. and some Asian countries. And so like, these are things that we have found. And then just kind of like saying like, have you guys heard of this, this? And mm-hmm. then it kind of helps the students um, get excited. Almost like, you know what it was? It's like not a KWL, but like, um, like an anticipation kind of, kind of activity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, like an anticipatory guide almost. Mm -hmm. Like you could even do something like that. You could Mm -hmm. even like have questions that the kids like, do you know about this? Yes or no? Yes or Mm -hmm. no. And just have them fill that out before and then kind of use that to guide Right. Where you want to go. Well, and Joe, I like what you said that like, you don't have to start with 15, (laughs) start with two or three and, and build up to it. I'm sure you have, Um, you know, adapted this over the years and it's now become what it is today. And I think that we need to give ourselves permission as teachers to say, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect this first year that I try something new. There's yeah. no reason to find like crazy obscure ones right away. No, <laughs> like no. go easy on yourself and just, right. you know, and I think maybe something. it's okay too, to start with, like you said, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, like those, and then ask students, okay, from here, do we think that there's, there's other, other things, things mm-hmm. out there, you know, and then be like, Oh, maybe mm-hmm. and it becomes like kind of an inquiry project. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I know, like as a, 
as a teacher, sometimes we talk about like genius hour, Mm -hmm. you know, we kind of have that time for students to just go and learn and explore. So if it's kind of overwhelming, there's a great way to have students learn about it where you're not feeling like you have to plan out all these lessons, (laughs) but you could say, well, what are you interested about? And let the kids take ownership. Let let them take ownership and kind of make it a genius hour Mm -hmm. about winter holidays. Mm -hmm. Love it. Well, there's lots of food for thought here as teachers are starting to plan out these weeks before the winter break. Sure. And I think too, like the main takeaway is to just think about it, right. Right. And to be intentional with your practice Mm -hmm. and to take a step back sometimes and look at, well, what have I been doing? Am I being inclusive in my lessons and with my students? And if I'm, if the answer is like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. this is a great opportunity to use what you guys have shared with us to, to bring more inclusivity into our classrooms. So very cool. Thank you so much, you guys, for sharing this with us. You're of course. <laughs> Do you guys have a resource or a place that our listeners can find you and learn more from you? And you guys are so fun that I want <laughs> them to have more of you. Yeah, we're most active on Instagram. So you can find us at Top Floor Teachers. Because we both Instagram. teach on the top floor. Yes. <laughs> they they move us? That'll oh. be so sad. But yeah, what are you going to do? We'll still be Top Floor Teachers. You're like across the hall teachers, right? <laughs> like on separate floors teachers. We can't exactly. be separate floor no. teachers. <laughs> so Instagram at uh, Top Floor Teachers is on, the best place. Uh, yeah. Instagram okay. Top Floor Teachers. We're on Teachers Play Teachers too, but um, follow us on Instagram. Great. Awesome. Yeah, Thank good. you so much, Thank you guys. You it was so fun to catch up. Thanks for having us on here. Yeah, we, hadn't, we haven't seen each other in I years. Know. Even though it. Jessica and I are family. Right. <laughs> I mean, I just see your updates on Facebook from yeah, Daryl's yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. I hear things. Uh-huh. I mean, Jessica Christmas was saying she was even at your wedding. She was. I was. Did you she know was. that? You know I was, I was dating, dating Daryl at the time. I know. Like, <laughs> it was I a very cool wedding. Like a tree, you know, like wedding tree, you know, where you have everybody's <laughs> names on. It's like, so I see Jessica's name every day. That's hilarious. <laughs> <Too> funny. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us, you guys and teachers who are listening to this. Um, we hope that you hang on these last couple of weeks as we head into the winter break. And hopefully when we get to the winter break, you are able to just completely unplug yes. and do yes. nothing Relax. and take the you time for it. yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I posted something on Instagram the other day that says that you will always have more to do. You will never uh-huh. have more time right? So So take the time to relax and rest. Thanks again, Joan Quinn for joining us. And we'll see you guys later on the podcast. Bye Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.